0: Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. It is a brand new week, a brand new Monday, and I'm so glad to be here. Am I in the middle of the screen? For those of you on YouTube, do we need to. Let's see. Let's move around a little bit. How about that? Oh, we got. Oh, we good to go. Uh, listen, last week was a really weird week, and I thought a lot about this over the weekend. And normally, I, I don't. I try not to spend my weekends pondering on what I'm going to talk about Monday. But this past weekend was not the case. I couldn't get it off my mind. What a bizarre week we just experienced, and it's for a number of reasons. From Uh, Pulling troops out of Afghanistan or the announcement of such to uh, punishing Russia as well as a plethora of other things. And that all leading up to another weird week where uh, cities and states are literally on edge of collapsing like Minnesota as we await the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial, the George Floyd trial, if you will and that's actually going on right now the jury is deliberating and we're keeping an eye on that just in case something goes down here in this podcast we'll give you a live reaction don't know that that's going to happen we may not even get a verdict today uh, i would honestly be surprised if we do but uh, i've got the feed of that going just in case first let me tell you about my boys at vapor forge who are going to take care of you they are proud supporters of this show and they keep us going they can keep you going as well if you vape if you use cbd if you use delta eight they got you covered make sure you go see them and make sure you tell them you heard about them right here on over the line they're out on 280 if you're in the birmingham area 4673 highway 280 east 205-874-9010 205 874 is their number. If you're familiar with that area at all, you know where Bailey Brothers is. They are literally next door to Bailey Brothers. Next freaking door. Make sure you go see them. Make sure you tell them right here on Over the Line is where you heard about them, and they're going to take care of you. I'm in there all the time, so you may even run into me as uh, as you stop by. So let's, let's go back to last week. Um, uh, Joe Biden announces that he is going to be pulling troops out of Afghanistan, all the troops out of Afghanistan. We talked, we did a show, a podcast on this, I think last Thursday. And if you did not see that podcast, I encourage you to go back and watch it. Um, he, he announced that he will be pulling all the troops out on September 11th, the anniversary of. Of the day that really started it all. A, a somber day for us here in this country as we witnessed one of the worst attacks uh, in U.S. history. Where over 3,000 people, innocent people lost their lives at the hands of terrorists and terrorist organizations. Um, seems like a bizarre thing to do. On a day of mourning to do something that really, in my opinion, should be celebrated, which is us bringing our our troops home. But it signals something much larger uh, than, than what we see. And that's what it signals to the enemy. It signals to the enemy a win. And again, go back and watch the last podcast from uh, last week on this topic and, and you'll kind of get a full picture. That's not really what I want to talk about today in particular. Um, I want to go back to last summer, okay? Last summer, uh, the president, Donald J. Trump, was on the verge of bringing the troops home, okay? Now, the ideal situation would be to bring a majority of the troops home and just leave a smattering of, of troops in Afghanistan, in the Middle East, to make sure isis and al-qaeda do not realign reform regroup and commit another 9-11 or something similar to it because all they need is a small window of opportunity to be able to get together find a safe harbor in the middle east establish a caliphate if you will and guess what they're back in business Uh, i believe president trump knew that and i believe He uh, would have made that part of the plan, but unfortunately, we never got to hear those plans because as President Trump was getting ready to release the plan and bring the troops home, a story came out in the New York Times, and this dropped, I think, on June the 26th, thousand and twenty. And the headline says, Russia secretly offered Afghan militants bounties to kill U.S. troops, intelligence says. Now, there's the important part. You read that headline and you say, well, obviously, I don't even need to know what's in the story or need to know if it's confirmed or who really said it because it says that the intelligence said it. And you assume when it says intelligence says, that means the intelligence agency told the new york times directly that russia and vladimir putin is paying terrorists to kill our troops vladimir putin is literally killing members of our military out in the middle east they say a russian military intelligence unit secretly offered bounties to taliban linked militants for killing coalition forces in afghanistan including targeting American troops, especially American troops amid the peace talks to end the long-running war there that Trump was spearheading, according to officials briefed on the matter. Now, as you go through this article, nowhere does it show you any sort of confirmation or provide any sort of comfort that there is any truth to this Whatsoever, it tells this long, detailed story about uh, Vladimir Putin literally pulling twenties out of his pocket and handing them to dirty, stinky terrorists and saying, "Hey, go get me the head of an American, and I'll pay you some money." may not even been money. May have been offering him a goat, for all I know. But he was offering dirty, stinky terrorists something to kill American troops. At least that's what the New York Times is telling us. And because the New York Times told us that it immediately made its way into the news cycle and the people in the mainstream media and the Democrats in particular, they lost their freaking mind. Couldn't believe it that this is happening because they knew that Donald Trump was about to pull troops out of Afghanistan while Vladimir Putin's doing this, and he didn't care because he works for Vladimir Putin. That's right. He's probably in cahoots with Vladimir Putin to pay bounties to kill our men and women in the armed forces. Yeah, to to say nothing of of putting bounties on on American troops. Um, It's unbelievable, Joy. I mean, he has still yet to say anything. He's still suggesting that the reporting about the fact that there were these bounties offered is fake. Not only does the president know that Russia was paying for American soldiers' deaths,
1: paying rewards for Americans' dead, the president knows it. He's been told. Not only has he failed to sanction or impose any kind of consequences on Russia for this egregious violation of international law. Donald Trump had talked at least six times to Vladimir Putin and never brought up the subject. Joe Biden would never do that.
0: He was in cahoots with Vladimir Putin to have our troops killed. According to the New York Times, who says, intelligence says. Kaylee McEnany was on the front lines of this. She was hammered for days and even weeks with this question saying how dare the president not listen to his intelligence agencies and put a stop to this how dare the president allow vladimir putin to single-handedly kill our troops on the battlefield. The
1: Russia bounty story was he out of the loop by his own intelligence community? No, as I noted, um, there was not a consensus among the intelligence community. And
0: what does the president have to say to military service, the families of, of, of service members who are really afraid that their loved ones might have been killed in connection to this front, to this Russia bounty?
1: there uh, does the president or the administration plan to make it very clear to the Russian Federation that there should not be bounties placed on the heads of American soldiers serving in Afghanistan? Did the president raise? the issue of russian bounties on the lives of american troops during that phone call it's
0: been a month since the re- reports of russian bounties on american military forces and yet the white house has done nothing to push back on putin w- what is the what what is the delay you heard that uh, last reporter he says it's been months since the report of russian bounties on our troops head why has the president done nothing they were talking about this for months and it was based on one thing and one thing only you know what that was you guessed it the new york times story that's all it was based on so at this point you can kind of guess what the punchline is and that is the story turned out to be complete bs absolute bs how do we know that? Well, it's been confirmed in many places. The intelligence community has had to say several times, we don't really have any intelligence that shows us Russia was putting bounties on our troops' heads, but we know that now, because Joe Biden's pulling our troops out of Afghanistan, and even he's expressing to the American people that, eh, yeah, there's we don't really have any evidence of that happening. This story in the new york times may have been the most impactful story that we've seen in a long time if ever because it dictated foreign policy it literally dictated what we did abroad with our military a baseless new york times story because what was the president supposed to do what was donald trump supposed to do As the media was feverently talking about Russian bounties on our troops' head. While they were yapping from the mountaintops about this, he was supposed to pull them out. It stopped it dead in its tracks. Are y'all starting to see why I continue to repeat the statement that the media is the biggest threat to this country? When they can put out a story like this, And dictate foreign policy. That's dangerous. How many of y'all want the New York Times dictating foreign policy? How many of y'all want Jeff Bezos and the Washington Post telling us what we can and can't do with our military? Because that's basically what happened here. And who's to say that'll be the last time? Who knows? Now, with all that and, and with the fact that Joe Biden is now... Decided to pull our troops out of Afghanistan. He decided he still wanted to be tough on Russia. He still wanted to go after Vladimir Putin. Because as he said on the campaign trail. I'm tough on Vladimir Putin. Donald Trump is not. Because he's in love with Vladimir Putin. That old guy. So he comes out. Days after he announces when all of our troops are going to be leaving Afghanistan, so the terrorists know. And he gives this blistering, fiery, passionate speech at a podium somewhere in the White House, who knows where he's at, about how we are sanctioning Russia and we are going to be punishing them for, you know, the thing. We actually, we really don't know why he's punishing Russia. But he made it clear he's doing it because he is, in fact, tough on Russia, unlike the other guy.
1: Today, I've approved several steps, including expulsion of several Russian officials as a consequence of their actions. I've also signed an executive order authorizing new measures, including sanctions to address specific harmful actions that Russia has taken against U.S. interests. I was clear with President Putin that we could have gone further. But I chose not to do so. To be — I chose to be proportionate. The United States is not looking to kick off a cycle of of escalation and conflict with Russia. We want a stable, predictable relationship. (laughs) If Russia continues to interfere with our democracy, I'm prepared to take further actions to respond. It is my responsibility as President of the United States to do so. But throughout our long history of competition, Our two countries have been able to find ways to manage tensions and to keep them from escalating out of control.
0: You like how we're back to the whole Russia interfered in the election, but there's no talk of how it actually affected the election. Nobody's going to bring that part up because somehow Joe Biden became president. This is really dangerous that that a guy like Joe Biden is going after a, 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 a country like Russia... Who literally has countless nuclear weapons pointed directly at us. Not that we can't handle them. But why go after them just to go after them? Why? Because we want another war? Because Joe is one of the alumni of the old school blue dog Democrats that were warmongers and just wanted to fight for the sake of fighting? Maybe to enrich themselves? Is that why we're picking a fight with Russia? Or is it because Russia's dealing with Crimea or, or messing with Ukraine? But what would be the tie with Joe Biden in Ukraine? Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, they did him a big solid uh, back when they fired the prosecutor that was coming after Hunter Biden in order to... Expose all the corruption with Burisma and his experienced board member, Hunter Biden. Could that be it? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if that's the reason or not. But what I do know is this stuff is dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous to have an old senile man that's off his rocker picking a fight with countries for literally no good reason. You're going to pull us out of a war in Afghanistan with no sort of supervision. nobody staying behind to make sure the Taliban and ISIS stay separated and stay discombobulated. But at the same time, you're going to pick a fight with Russia. You're literally expelling diplomats because of some election interference that, uh, according to... The The demeanor of everybody didn't affect anything. This This concept of interference in our elections from other nations, from hostile nations, it's not a, no pun intended, foreign concept. It's always happened. But now, for some reason, it's always on the front burner. It is always the number one priority. Joe Biden is not serious about this foreign policy move if he were if he were serious about what Russia was going to do, he wouldn't be pulling everybody out of Afghanistan. But there's something about it that does not make sense. It's dangerous to have this old man calling the shots, picking fights with hostile countries, and it's dangerous. That we now know, we, the government, allowed the New York Times to dictate foreign policy. And I, I don't think the New York Times has that much power. They could not have pulled that off on their own. They were backed up by the Democrats. They were backed up by people like Adam Schiff, who literally runs off the Russia hoax. This being the second Russia hoax. It's what they live for. They eat, sleep, and breathe. Russia, Russia, Russia. It's all they got. And that's what happened here. They all got together. And they said, no, no. We can't let Trump get credit for ending the war in Afghanistan, especially leading up to an election. Could you imagine how damaging that could be? Let's get the New York Times to run a story. Let's get the New York Times to make sure the president of the United States cannot do what's right. Because they knew Donald Trump could not pull troops out of Afghanistan while everybody across Congress, Democrats and Republicans, people like Ben Sass talking about he wants to see Russians in body bags because of this. They bought it hook, line, and sinker. Leading up to election, Donald Trump couldn't pull out troops out of Afghanistan while Republicans and Democrats are talking like that. But here we are. Dictating foreign policy and a senile old man picking a fight with Russia. Vladimir Putin is laughing, 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 laughing. He probably thinks this is absolutely hilarious. But it's no laughing matter. It's scary. It is absolutely scary, the position we find ourselves in. Always remember, the media is the enemy of the people. If there's anything ever that has come out of Donald Trump's mouth that has been true, Nothing was more true than him labeling the media the enemy of the people. I always knew they were bad. Anybody that's followed my radio career knows I've harped on it time and time again. But over the past four years, I've seen a side of the media that I didn't even know existed. I've seen the side of a lot of things that I didn't know existed. The FBI, the intelligence agencies... But the media, there is no greater threat to this country's safety, to this country's democracy, to the republic, than the media itself. Watch and see. That's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for checking this out. Make sure you like, you subscribe, you do all the things, you tell your grandma that there's a brand new episode. So she can watch it as well, and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and maybe even a Derek Chauvin verdict in the George Floyd case. Who knows? It's going to be chaos. You can guarantee yourself that. Until next time, see you cool.